Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This'll keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Welcome to Rabbit in Red Radio. I'm John Spooky Rhodes, and with me, as always, is the maniac Michael J. And this no, is a don't very special care about episode. that. We this is the Universal logo. This is the film as as it begins. You can't spoil the the film with that crap. Yeah. So as I was saying, Hold it's on, a very special episode. In a second, Miramax. Who gives a shit? This is our Halloween 2018 commentary because we have such differing opinions and there's so much that needs to be said so let's fucking there's, there's do a really commentary not a lot that needs to be said it's it's I I love this eerie undertone to it like when I was sitting in the theater and this came up I got chills have you never watched a Blumhouse film before no 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 this was no 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 this <laughs> is at the actual beginning of the soundtrack this is how the soundtrack starts out with this eerie music 
And again, when I saw that Malik Akkad production, it gave me chills. And when I saw Rough House Pictures, it gave me chills. Why? And then the ticking clock, it gave oh. me chills. Because I was like, a new Halloween is here. It's starting. Allow me to point out everything that's wrong with this. Oh, God. <laughs> As a mental health professional, oh God, there is go. so much wrong with this scene. And honestly, out of all the Halloween films, and I'm saying all of them, oh this one has got the mental institutions more wrong than any of them. Really? There's so much wrong with this scene. Oh, boy. I, I'm i going to have to disagree with you. I think that, you know, um, there are cameras at of mental institution. Cameras. There are, you know, um, guards there. Um, but that said police, Michael. Police, guards, uh, the same thing. Um, no, there police are do not actually smocks. work there. They do have record players that play music for the crazy people. Um, no, that's not true. It, it is true. No, I've, I've seen. I've worked in one I, for three years. I've Mike. seen multiple things where that happens. Yeah, um, that's not true. Multiple films where that appears. Um, I've been in um, mental things before where they do that and they play like elevator type music for the crazy people. Um, not true. It just happens. Um, you know, that would the buzzing. Uh, that would actually tie up. Uh, overhead speakers. Well, they would have the that. overhead speakers separate. No, that's not how it works. Uh, oh, and of course, podcasters are just allowed to come in and, and you know, fucking question people. That's not at all a HIPAA violation. Well, you know, when where Michael Myers is concerned, it's, um... You, you... Michael Myers... HIPAA doesn't apply to Michael Myers. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> but, say... You know, we can let that go. Uh, yes, yeah, police don't work there, though. That's incredibly wrong. Um, yeah, but you need protection. No, that's that's guys like me. Um, yeah, but you can't protect people from Michael Myers. Michael uh, Myers if, would kill you if in a Michael second. Michael Myers, if this was reality, yes. we'd probably be tormenting him around Halloween and kick the ever-living shit out of him. No, no, no. See, but if you were he's to 60 do that, something and yeah. If if you were to do that, he would kill you. No. Yes, he would. He would kill you unmerciful. That's not true, Mike. You would be... I work with killers every single day. And I'm surprised that you're still alive. I I work with people that would probably rape Michael Myers. <laughs> um Oh, here's another thing that's wrong. Um, dogs wouldn't be there because they might trigger some of the patients. Uh, but how would they trigger incredibly, them? It is incredibly illegal to chain them to the fucking ground. Cannot do that. Yeah, but this is Smith's Grove. It's different. No, it's, no. That, that's against human would a rights. Patient, would you a patient, can't do that. Would a patient be allowed to have an umbrella like that person just did? It seems like that is no. a violation because he could stab someone with the umbrella. Yeah, they wouldn't have anything like that. Yes. Um, now, would they really have like yellow lines around these things that you can't cross? No, because they wouldn't be chained to the ground, Michael. Oh. So then basically, the whole... Uh, they. Uh, well, then wait a minute. So then if they're not chained to the ground, 
how do you, how are you protected? Uh, you're not. So wait, so you're telling me somebody could walk up to Michael Myers and he would be unchained? Yes, absolutely. You mean they don't have like these little like lines like that? People... No, not at all. Uh, if so, he was in a a quote unquote forensics unit, which would be the most secure for the mentally ill, uh, um, he would probably be behind bars of some sort. Would there be barbed wire there? Yes, for the the yard. Yeah, it's much, It's just like a prison yard. But there wouldn't be like barbed wire between Myers and that guy. No. no. If that guy wanted to talk to him, Myers would be behind plexiglass or behind bars, and that would be that. Now, would you tease Myers with the mask like Aaron is doing right here? If if I worked with him, I'd probably call the phone. Yes. And try and sound like a woman and say that I was his sister Lori calling for him. But Lori is not his sister anymore, so... I... no, no. You would have to say you were his sister, Judith. And Judith is dead. So he would think that a ghost is calling. Now, that is crazy, so... Now, would these people, realistically, when they say, say something to Myers, would they be responding, like, with these little... Is that realistic, or is that not realistic? Um, I mean, if the guy's just standing there screaming at a patient, yeah, yeah it could amp the others up. Uh, the person in the wheelchair, I, I, I don't think cripples are allowed to be locked up in mental institutions. Yes, they are. Would the I dogs bark? Is that realistic? Is that realistic? There as well? would be no dogs there. Not at all. None. So, how can a mask be unless there, it's but a therapy dogs? dog? I mean, that 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 to me is amazing. Now. As when that text popped up like that and the music kicked in like this, the emotions started flying, and I saw the jack lantern. I'm like, "Fuck! They're bringing it back." They're See, bringing it I, back. I, I was just kind of taken with everything that was wrong with that scene the first time I saw it. But it was like, okay, the music kicks in. It's like, all right, Halloween. It's a decent setup, but as soon as this started, you this didn't whole, like the whole inflating the jack o' lantern like that. You didn't it, like that pissed me off to no end what what was pissing you off about it by the way uh well as i've said before on our facebook group and whatnot i take this as just straight up pretentiousness um why do you call it pretentiousness it does not make sense that you would think it's pretentious at all oh okay well allow me to explain yes, the symbolism behind it michael please do well, the pumpkin has rotted and withered away and is dead. Yes. And this film brings it back to life. Yes. And what no. is the problem? What, it, what they're saying there is, oh, the Halloween franchise has rotted into a stinking pile of shit. But yes. this is bringing it back. We're better than all that. No, you're not. You're just as flawed. You're just as fucking bad. And honest, this... Even talking about it now, it pisses me off that... Oh, I want you to get so pissed off at this film. It's fucking stupid would you right? spit on if danny mcbride do, if you could see him right now if you want to do the the original jack-o'-lantern why not have lori or her granddaughter carve it why do you have to re-inflate it like you're bringing it back you're bringing it back to life you know what fuck you i like some of those sequels you're saying are pieces of shit that rotted the franchise away better than this fucking film not better than resurrection I mean, not. I mean, not. I mean, not worse than Re- Resurrection sucks. Um, <clears throat> now, do you feel that this is an accurate representation of podcasters? 
<laughs> Actually, the first time I was watching this and uh, the scene here coming up, uh, my fiance Sarah was with us or with me, yeah. and uh, she uh, when they they start bribing, she turns to me and goes, "Podcasters just have money like that laying around," and yeah, I this is so fucking insane. Let alone. I wish they did. I would probably get higher caliber guests for Rabbit and Red that way. Well, if if they are at that level, that they are a quote-unquote tier one, you know, sponsored, have money, this is what they do for a living. Patreon this fuckers. Guy this guy wouldn't be driving down the road recording his podcast. You, the amount of fucking road noise. No, he'd be sitting in a studio, you know, <laughs> soundproof, everything else. <laughs> Well, none see, of that horseshit. That no. would that would all be in post production. This is done, you know, kind of like raw and real, and then he'll go back and fix it in post. So basically, he's just making notes, and yes. then he'll sit down in their sound studio and you know record the actual episode. And well, the truth behind the Michael Myers slayings of 1978 has been greatly mistold. Yes, it, it's just a shame that he never makes it back to that soundproof studio. Never makes it back there. Poor fucker. I, I do like this introduction, though, that we see Lori is this recluse, paranoid, and she can be bribed. Yeah, she's a much better character here, and I know that this ignores you know every everything outside of the, the first one, but I do feel... That she was presented here better than she was in H2O. I disagree. I think they're about the same. No, I because in H2O... has more to in, do here. In H2O, she was a whiny alcoholic, and she's not a whiny alcoholic here. She actually, you know, stands up for herself and is, is ready to fight and defend her family for what she needs. In H2O, I she just I think both are bottle. good representations no, of somebody traumatized. Not at all. Not at all, because in H2O, she's just a wuss. No, she actually goes after Michael in that one too. Yeah, but it took it took a long time for her to get there. Here she's guns well, blazing. Well, no, it just took a long time for Michael to do anything in that one. No, no but here she's guns blazing from fucking from the very start in that one. She's no, like, she's oh, setting please, in the house. I'll right. drink this a bottle. I'll drink a bottle. In my opinion, they this one's only slightly better, Mike. I disagree. Anyway. Um, do you feel so that right this, you know, sitting on a couch like this is, is accurate? For a podcaster? Like, do you feel like them going into a ha her, her secluded, um, house like this, or her trap as later, you know, be told? Do, do you okay. feel that this is accurate? I, I don't, I don't, sure? Would you as a podcaster do something like this if you had the opportunity? Sure, why not? I mean, I'd probably do it at the kitchen table, so there's a little bit better, you know, uh, ability for the Michael to pick up all the sound instead of setting, you know, fucking eight feet away from her. Right. No, I can understand that entirely. <laughs> yes. But uh, really, I think what this scene does is kind of set up what has happened to Lori since we're ignoring everything after part one. Right. In this universe... Which is upsetting and to you. You hate that. I don't hate it. It's just... You're disappointed. I'm not disappointed with that. Um, no, I... 
if you want to do a soft reboot and stuff like that, ah. I'm <laughs> so professional. That's my phone, <laughs> and it scared the fuck out of me. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the last time my phone wasn't on silent. <laughs> like, this new phone has never not been on silent. <laughs> the phone before, I don't think, has ever not been on silent. <laughs> You notice um, what my ringtone is, right? It's one that I made. It's the Halloween Triumphant, which is the theme that plays over the closing closing credits of this film. Yeah, don't care. Um, I don't know, but as I was saying before rudely interrupted <laughs> by someone's unprofessionalism, <laughs> is that uh, I, I think it does a good job of setting up where Lori has been and kind of establishing these people as assholes. So you think those podcasters are assholes then? So what you're saying is all podcasters are assholes. No, what I'm saying is is that they kind of come off as douchebags because of how they're uh, talking to Lori. How well, they? It's, it's not like they're 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 just trying to get to the bottom of things, you know, just trying to understand. I don't see that as asshole at all, honestly. Oh, when did you get your daughter back? Oh, you know I didn't. You know, it's just like, hey, Mike, when were you able to walk again? See, there you go. I, I just have to make a comment here. Um, that gentleman, Ray, do you know who he is? <clears throat> um, did you ever watch the Nickelodeon series, The Adventures of Pete and Pete? You could have stopped at Nickelodeon, and my answer is no. Okay, well, um, he played Artie on The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Uh, okay. Which is the, the, the superhero. Now, this is what I don't understand. Up here he says, I got peanut butter on my penis. How do you get peanut butter on your penis if your penis is in your pants? Wouldn't you get peanut butter on your pants instead of your penis? I, I don't know. This is them trying to be funny. Um, honestly, this is a second part where I start to have a problem with this film. I just do not like these fucking characters. The parents, I don't like them. Uh, I know the father's trying to be funny. Yeah. I don't find him funny. I, I, the mother, I don't find enjoyable at all. I just, I despise these characters. You are like completely against them, is what it sounds like. Yeah. I, well, they they come off horrible to me. Like, like really watching stupid. this, I didn't like them, and I was like, well, maybe they'll just kill them and fix that whole issue. Which, spoiler alert, people, they don't. No, they do. Ray, the father, dies. Yeah, no one gives a shit about him. He's kind of a nothing character. <clears throat> I Not mean... really. He's, you know, a father. And, you know, I realized the other day, watching TV, where... Because I'm like, Judy Greer. I'm like, where did I see her before? You know, before this, that I would know her from. Seth Rogen films? Uh, Maybe, but no, not that. She was in, um, she was, um, on Two and a Half Men after Charlie Sheen, uh, got fired and they brought Ashton Kutcher in. She played Ashton Kutcher's character's ex-wife. Yeah. Interesting. Now that Virginia Gardner there in the middle of the blonde, I don't usually like blondes, but I would fuck her. I, I enjoy her. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is another part that kind of annoyed me, right, where this whole conversation piece where... It's just because they're trying to set it apart. 
Are they really trying to set it apart, or are they trying to shit on the rest of the films? Well, you know, it's a little Easter egg thing they're throwing in there just to say, well, we know that you happened, but we're not going down that route this time. Right, right. So, is something she just said, something they made up to make everyone feel better about themselves? Yes. Why, why do we have to downplay it like that? Well, we don't have to downplay it. It's just that's how it is. And I wouldn't call it necessarily downplaying it. I would just say that, you know, they're trying to explain, you know, they're, they're trying to say, well, this is what was before. You know, that was what was before. This is what is now. I See, I, I take it as them kind of downplaying the rest of the franchise. And then, you know, the whole speech from... Uh, Mr. Stoner guy here. Yeah, uh, I don't enjoy about... him very much. Actually, I I like his character. The little speech there, I think I get what they're going at. They yes. could have done it better, you know. Now, you do realize that Cameron character. You know who he's related to, right? Which one's Cameron? Uh, the guy there. The, the guy. Stoner kid. Him. Him. That's oh, that Cameron. one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know who he is, right? You no, I have no his, fucking idea. You know who his father is. I just said I have no fucking idea. Hey, hey, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. Oh, you're talking about the character. Yes. Well, of course I knew that. I'm not fucking retarded. Yeah, that's who his They just They flat out say it later in the film. Like, Well, and there's deleted scenes um, on the disc that um, actually explain what happened to his character because he kind of disappears after the upcoming incident at the Halloween dance. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. Because <laughs> hopefully they'll kill him in the sequel. <clears throat> Even though I don't understand how they're going to have a sequel. They're going to have a sequel. It's happening. It's in development. Um, yeah. uh, so, Mike, since you say that, allow me to hit you with a spoiler I read. Okay. And everyone else, the killer in this is not Michael Myers. That is a spoiler I read. That is a spoiler you read. Yep. Where did you read that? I don't remember. But it would actually explain how you could have a sequel. Um, well, yeah. Because, well, I mean, he could still be alive. He was just, you know, be, he would be burned and in bandages in the sequel. Oh, uh, is he going to come back in people's nightmares? Well, no, he'll be burned and in bandages. That doesn't have to be in people's nightmares. That could be in real life. Yeah, I don't buy it, Mike. Um, but I do like the little reverse here, how it's Laurie standing outside, you know, how they recreate that whole scene. And then I actually, I really like this scene. This makes me kind of enjoy their relationship. I, I like Laurie in this, and I like the granddaughter. You can tell by how I'm talking about these characters how little of a fuck I give about them, because their granddaughter, stoner kid, <clears throat> they made no impression on me. You really, it just seems to me... When you went to the theater and you sat down and you watched this, that you were just waiting for it to end each time. Um, the first time I left and I was actually kind of happy about it. The second time, not so much. The second time I was disappointed, I watched it a second time in theaters. And I really, it was after a discussion with Dave Z from the Exploding Heads that I actually had to wrap my head around the whole thing. So so you're saying that maybe if you didn't give it that second viewing, that you would have liked it more? No, my rating didn't change. I was just more upset with it afterwards. 
after the second time. Yeah. God damn it. I'm starting to actually never watch it again second time. Actually, the rating only went up to the normal rating or the previous rating after the discussion with Dave Z. It was probably going to be much lower. Really? Oh, 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 oh. Here's a good part. This is not a good part. This is a good part. And I like how they distort the voice so you can't tell it's a bad impersonation. It's really not a bad impersonation, though. See, I... I still think at first that's the Indian Dr. Loomis. I disagree. I don't think that he sounds Indian I, at all. The, I, it, halfway through this... He would be this, walking around with realize... a headdress, patting his mouth. Woo-hoo! Well, it took me halfway through this to realize the first time viewing that it was supposed to be Loomis okay, and not the new right, Dr. Okay, Loomis. But, but here's, okay, but here's the thing. How did it take you that if you were really listening and paying attention, you would hear that it says, and now Dr. Loomis on his patient... My, on his former patient, Michael Myers, January well, it such didn't and such, fucking 1979. Sound like no, yeah, that, but that's it like... said, but it said it was stated before it started. Yeah, it still didn't fucking sound like him. That's why matter. it threw me. It still said that that's who it was. So if if I record a podcast and say I'm with Michael J. Yeah, and then have you know Duncan McLeish from the fucking podcast. Well, then the people stairs. would assume that that's Michael J. Because you said you okay. were with Michael J. All right. I could sound like a fucking Scottish person if I so choose. Oh, top of the morning, dude. That's that's Irish. Oh, I don't fucking know then. Give me some scotch for the Scot. <laughs> I I I I'm sorry, Duncan. I I enjoy you. I'm just I am trying to make it a point for John. But Here, it's here's, not working. Here, here's another flaw with this um uh, this is much like a prison yes where which you transport people in a bus that doesn't right. happen with a mental institution well that's because he's crazy and that's how you have to transport somebody that's no. killed four people he would be in a van with two other people yeah but and a, van, that's it. a van isn't 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 secure enough yeah you don't transport mental institute you don't Mental health patients don't be transported in mass like that. They they are moved one at a time in a van. And the fact that the doctor was so obsessed with them would have drawn a lot of people's attention because most of their doctors don't even know their names, let alone give a fuck about them. Right. Literally, I have patient or doctors come in and ask about their patient. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. Does he still talk about his sister? Uh, no. No, actually, he doesn't have a sister. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, he does. He just killed her when he was six. No, I'm talking about, like, in my situation. Like, oh, the doctors oh. have so many patients that they can't keep them straight, let alone care. So a doctor that's like, no, I must go. People be like, oh, there's something fishy going on here. But they definitely let him go because most of the time people don't want to go on that shit. The doctors don't want to do that. They don't want to be involved. Oh, God, they, no. they, yeah. they are... They never go on that at right. all. Right. They don't give a shit. No. No. They're at home sleeping when shit like that goes on. Yes. So, as for the women that we've seen in this film so far, who do you enjoy the most? Lori. No. Jamie Lee Curtis. No, I mean, who do you feel is New the ones? most attractive? Yes. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't really watch stuff like this to pick out women to jerk it to, Mike. Oh, okay. 
Um, now, see, this is a nod coming up to H2O right here, even though they ignore it. This is a nod to H2O. Oh, the, the wine? Yep, the wine. That's a well, nod she's to... an alcoholic. Well, she's not an alcoholic in this one. In H2O, she was. No, they flat out called out right here that, I thought you gave up drinking, blah, 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 because she's an alcoholic. Right, but in this one, she's not a, a whiny alcoholic who is a dependent on alcohol. In H2O, she was. In this one, she's not. No, it's the exact same character. It's just, what, another 20 years? Oh, she's upset. I actually but, cried here in the theater. I didn't. I felt see, bad this, for her. This is the stuff that I liked. And I think... And right she, she here, referred to him as the shape. I thought that was brilliant. I, I think the parents should be cut from this film. Or they should die much sooner because they don't really serve a purpose. And I get that they wanted for the ending, bringing all the generations together. And I didn't care. So you, you know, when it was down to the three of them, I knew there were no stakes whatsoever. I think the mother should have died too. So you think that would have traumatized the, end... the girl got <clears throat> more, and you know, it just gave more stakes to it. I, I still think they should have went with the original ending. Where you know, um, they're Lori, fighting hand in hand Lori, out in the. Lori is, and Lori is mortally wounded. I I feel that that would have been a much stronger, darker ending. Yeah, I agree. Where we leave, whether and not knowing as to if horror or Michael. Yeah, because are dead. he basically goes out into the, the the. You know her yard among those mannequins that she you know target practices on, and lays down among them. You don't know what's on with him, and she's being rushed to the hospital. Yeah, I, I agree. I think and that's a much kill, better thing. And then kill the daughter, you know, before that. So it's really only the granddaughter and Lori left alive. So then you don't know. And the granddaughter, you know, her whole life has just been turned upside down. She lost both her parents. And, you know, her grandmother might be dead now, too. So you don't really know. And this just feels tacked on. This whole... Mom's going to have this big exposition about how her life was growing up and the flashbacks. It feels so out of place here. So it's unneeded exposition is what you're saying. Yeah. I I think you could cut all that. Mm. Um, it just it feels out of place. It like just it, adds it, to the family dynamic, though, so I can understand it, that. It does, but it, it just it doesn't feel right here. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Now now what about this um this 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 father and son? How do you feel that um do you, do you feel that the son that the father may not have been accepting of his um closeted gay son at this point? Closeted gay son, Mike. Wow. Why don't you just come out and call him a faggot? Well, he is freaking he is, you know, it's closet. Homophobe. What is wrong with you, Mike? <laughs> No, I'm just saying that that's... Kind no, of... this is the world we live in now, Mike. Yeah, I understand. All right? Men can go hunting and take dance class. All right? And they can suck a cock or two afterwards if they feel like it and then bleach their asshole. This is the world. It's yeah. all-inclusive. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Dad, be careful. I'll tell you I, this. I will, I will freely admit, first time I was watching this, Yes. <clears throat> I was so, so into it at this point. Really? I was just kind of like, eh, not enjoying this. 
So wait, but yeah, but I thought you. Oh, oh, you were only so so into it. I thought you meant. Point. I thought you meant you were so so into it, like you were loving it by this point. No, no, because I was. No, at this point, if it was at home, I'd be like, eh, maybe I might watch something else. I might just stop this. Really? But it actually kicks up here, and I I wouldn't hate myself for finishing it. Really. I can't believe I actually got you to watch it a third time now doing this. And then then you'll go home tonight and watch it a fourth. I will not. And I actually, the disc you sent me, I already threw away just to let you know. Really? That's amazing. But I, I do like that the kid here takes action. You know, they were out hunting. He leaves the vehicle with the gun. You know, the missus can, you know, stumble over it one day and maybe want to pop it in and watch it again. No, she would never do that. Oh, she didn't, so did she hate it more than you did? Uh, no, I think she was more accepting of it, because she's not really a fan of the franchise. So she can deal with the fact that it's, you know, I jumped It's its own thing. I was scared shitless at this point. I really was. Then I just jumped again. See, this doesn't make sense to me. Why is the kid pointing the gun at a guy clearly in a guard's uniform laying there injured? Um, because you don't know. Maybe that's a killer in disguise. Yeah, that, I don't like that. And that's just me that I don't like that. That that makes no sense. I mean, yeah, let's point a gun at an injured man laying on the ground. It makes at sense that point, I just want to watch you die. It does make sense to me. I do like how he shoots the doctor here. I thought the He doctor deserves was, it. Yeah, and I thought the doctor would have been dead by that point. Now, Why would is, you jump up saying, is... don't shoot? <laughs> Wouldn't you say, hey, I'm back here, don't shoot, and then slowly set up? I wish Myers would have killed him before he got off the bus in the first place. I was glad, however, though, that Myers did kill the kid. I thought that that showed a new dimension of Myers, and I enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, this is where it won me over, right here. That they actually killed the kid. And I also enjoy the Back to the Future Part 2 pinball machine. Fuck yeah, man. That's a... Since this is uh, distributed by Universal, of course, they could put that in there. Without fail. I would probably not beat the, the sheriff. Um, or not that this isn't the sheriff, this is deputy. No, he's... Yeah, he's not the sheriff. Will Patton's been in a lot of things, though. Um, most notably, uh, the TNT series, Falling Skies. Never watched it. <clears throat> it's a great series. I don't watch a lot of TV. Do you, do you feel that that was accurate? You know what I'm saying? If you need assistance, let yourself be known. Like, calling out yeah, like he's, that. Yeah, he's doing, actually... I, I really like him in this movie. He's one of my favorite parts. Okay. And I like how we're kind of getting a, a little introduction to the carnage and whatnot here. And we actually get to see right now what happened to the father. Mm-hmm. Or grandfather, I'm not quite sure because the kid looks like he's about 12 and yeah, that guy looks like he's like 60. It's father. They can they can produce sperm up until, you know, a very late age. So well, That poor bastard.
you know what would have been funny if the deputy there would have opened the back door or officer hawkins whatever would have opened the back door and, and saw, shot him again yeah that would have been great she shot him like right between the eyes he would have like Dook! oh that made the film better yeah and uh, uh how did you feel about them just showing october 31st and not superimposing halloween on the screen um i think they they should have said halloween but everyone knows october 31st is halloween yeah but i i, I feel that they should have said halloween as well yeah, I agree. They should have done both. They should have put October 31st, 2018, Halloween. I, I think if you just do October 31st, fade it out, fade in, Halloween, perfect. But I do like that, you know, we're repeating once again something that happened in part one. Except now we don't see the breasts. Yeah, but you do. There you go. Oh, oh, there a little bit. Yeah, well, that's how it was in the original as well. That footage was lifted right from the original. Yeah, I know, it's recycled. But I, I do like, again, we're getting the repeat. And you get the, uh, you know, the gravekeeper. Um, it's not the man like Loomis dealt with in the original. But, uh, you know. And, you know, this is Illinois. Why is this guy acting like a cowboy? Why is the sheriff Maybe like... he's from Texas. <laughs> I'm not saying just the cowboy had it. Like, the, his whole swagger, everything. Oh, he's, he's like, I'm a fucking cowboy. He's the man in black. In Illinois. Yeah. What, is that a race remark? Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> I didn't say he's the black man in black. I said he's the man in black. I know what you were alluding to, you fucking bigot. <laughs> Probably voted for Trump, too, didn't you? No. Sitting there with your Make America Great Again t shirt. MAGA, bitch. No. <clears throat> Actually, I didn't vote the last election. Me either. I wasn't but, a fan of either, so I didn't vote. Yeah, it's kind of a tough choice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, getting past the political bullshit because, uh, well, that just bores me and makes me want to unfriend you. Um. <clears throat> now... What do you think of them automatically jumping that it's Michael Myers? You know what I'm wondering? Where those pictures actually came from? Uh, they produced it for this film. Yeah, but I wonder where they're like what they're alluding to with those. Uh, Michael Myers was a child when he was first locked up. He was naked in the one picture, though. No, he had pants on. Oh. Is that like accurate? Do you feel that they would take pictures of them in, in pants? Without a shirt? Oh, if he had, like, injuries on his back or something, yeah, they would document that. Oh, I see. Now, this woman here, would you say that she is a red herring at all? No. He's giving the peace sign. Um, does he see her as an Indian? No, I think he's just like, hey, what's up? And she's like, why the fuck are you staring at me? Oh. Stop looking at me, freak. Because, <clears throat> you know, that. Oh, oh, Michael's in the background. Yes. Which, uh, that that's an inconsistency, actually, with this film, because we see him punching the guy, and then later we see that he actually used a hammer. So, inconsistency. And this is a nod to H2O. Because she's picking a stall? Well, this reminds me of H2O. Okay, that's more accurate. Because I was going to say, oh, it could also be a nod to... 
you know what uh desperado no i'm saying within, the right stall no i'm saying within the franchise <laughs> i'm talking within the franchise I think it's just one of those common things. Uh, you go to a public restroom and you try and find the least well, disgusting toilet. Well, I'll point out what franchise I think I'm reminded of with this. So, and or, you mean or franchise entry? entries. That's right. Yeah, yeah. How how tempted do you think the filmmakers were to add in farting noises? Um. Probably very. Come on, man. How funny would it be? Just... <laughs> she's sitting there. She's scared. Come on. Maybe a little plink. A little turd hit in the bowl. Come on. <sighs> that's, that's honestly where I think this film falls. Is the... The direction's fine. I have no problem with the direction. So I, you I don't think mind David Gordon Green's directing. You think the writing was um, lazy? I wouldn't say lazy. Weak. Um, weak. Yes. Uh, not what advertised. Oh. Let's put it that way. Okay. Now, do you feel that this scene where he ripped out the guy's teeth? Do you think that that's accurate? Not to Michael Myers. You don't think Myers would do that? Nah, we've never seen him do anything like that. Uh, Rob Zombie's films? He never ripped out anyone's teeth. Yeah, but he would be brutal like that. Right. And, you know, in the original Halloween, he was never like this. The one they say they're tying it back to? He strangled people or stabbed them. Yes, well, that that's because they're trying to up the stakes with this film. Well, they're trying to make it connect with a modern audience. Right. I mean, I can understand that. Um, oh, God. See, now I really enjoyed this. I thought this was good. Yeah, this is actually pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. Imagine this is if, where I was continuing to enjoy it. Can you tell me... Like, I want you to tell me the point where it totally went to shit for you, if you don't mind. Um... I'm kind of pointing them out as they go, but uh, the ending is, is definitely one of those points where I just kind of want to say fuck you. But this kill's pretty good. I mean, it seems out of character for Michael Myers, but I enjoy it. I like that he uses him as a battering ram to break down the door. I mean, that's just fucking cool. Who doesn't enjoy a good kill like this? The da 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 See, this is where the film works. And then we get right back to the sexual aspect where he has to strangle a woman. <clears throat> Although I don't understand how he knows his mask is in the trunk. Are they just trying to say it's calling to him? Also, it makes zero sense that, you know, podcasters would be able to get state evidence. Because that's insane. Mm. That would never happen. I did like the mask here, though. I will say that much. <clears throat> um, By itself, when it was unveiled, I hated it. 
seeing it in the film, I like it. It looks cool. But when you just present me with something, it's like, this is a new mask. And you give me it way ahead in advance, and you give me too much time to set and think about it, I'm going to pick it apart and be like, well, masks don't actually age like that. It just kind of looks like an old man. Well, maybe they're trying to, you know, <clears throat> show that Myers was an old man. You know, or an older man at that point. Or maybe they were leading us completely wrong when they are saying there was nothing supernatural. And actually, him and the mask are deeply connected. That's how he knew where it was. That's why it ages like a human. Instead of, you know, like a mask where it gets brittle and falls apart. Probably. Like Rob Zombie's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could see that. That that would probably be more accurate, yes. So, yeah, that that's my best guess. I don't I don't know, but this is another scene that I don't like. Another one that should just hit the cutting room floor in my opinion. I don't know. I think it kind of shows, you know, <clears throat> how unsecure Karen yeah, but that is. doesn't come back at all. It does, though. Oh, Michael attacks them there? Uh, and their lack of security comes back in any way, shape, or form? No, but it just shows that that, that she's not prepared. And Lori is. Lori has again, the ultimate There's trash. no chaos to that. There is, though. You'll, you'll see it. Oh, where she just <clears throat> suddenly, for absolutely no reason whatsoever, flips in a fucking split second yeah that makes no sense she should have died and it should have been the granddaughter what about if if Myers came down the steps and killed her there instead of the I would have liked it yeah imagine if Myers like just broke through the door at that point and pushed Lori down and killed the mother and father I would be on board man like, just broad daylight, just broke in and killed those fuckers. What would you think? <clears throat> it, it wouldn't have... Well, A, it would have kept its momentum going, because right here, this slows it down. Right. Because we've already got a death and everything, right. and this just slows it down this just for a scene that really has no payoff later. Mm. Yeah, but it does. I mean, it's just showing how... how, um, how conscious of things Lori has become. But we've already seen that. We know yeah, that. Yeah, but now we really know. Like, this really drives no. that point home. And, and her whole little speech right there about how, you know, the world is full of peace and love and whatever hippie bullshit she says. Um, I could tell you as somebody that has worked with people for, Jesus Christ, um, 12 years now. That is horseshit. People are evil, horrible, fucking monsters, and uh, you should always expect the worst. Especially when it comes to somebody that's already done something horrible once. Don't think, oh, I can just talk to him, it'll be fine. No. Yeah, that that whole scene right there, the only purpose it did in the film was piss me off and make me hate the parents even more. Now, it would pay off if Michael, during his little nighttime rampage here, breaks in and kills them. 
I did enjoy that. <clears throat> I definitely did. But once again, we're kind of getting, you know, tie back. Michael bumps into kids. That and I, awesome. I, I like how he just is looking around and, it, you know, it's, it's quicker movements and stuff. It's like he's excited. Right. <clears throat> well, like it's, you know, it's his favorite. It's his favorite night of the year. So, of course, he'd be excited. You know, he's been caged for 40 years. You you cage an animal for forty years and and suddenly let them out, then you know they don't know what to do anymore. Oh no, he knows what to do <laughs> and he's doing it clearly. I I don't know. Um, <laughs> it just seems aimless, and I get that's what they were going for because they they feel that's scarier that he's just a psychopath on a rampage, mm-hmm. but. It feels weird to me watching this film because we get little snippets of this, but then they sabotage that by forcing it into, you know, him going after Lori. Because if he's just a psychopath on the rampage, let's just make the film that. Don't sabotage it. And I like how there was a whole debate after this came out of why he didn't kill the baby. I he why didn't he kill the children in the street then? It, it's not him. Yeah, He's he never gone kill. after children. Yeah, he well he did in the car earlier. The twelve year old. Well, that that was a reason because he needed to steal the vehicle. Right. Well, not really. None of these children served a purpose for him. Right. So I guess he could just blindly walk past. Right. Yeah. They they don't obstruct him in any way. Right. He can just be past them and then that's it. Yeah, he doesn't view them as fresh meat. They're just there. You know? But they do a good job. Like, right here, you know, you clearly see he has no direction. Well, I was going to kill them, but they're leaving. Fuck it. What about this? And I get that they're trying to tie it back to, you know, the original of him kind of stalking, but I don't... At no point during any of this do I get any of that tension or anything. This is just, you know, a rampage. Yeah, and I mean, that's, yeah, but that's that's still, you know, good to me. That's a nice, like this, this is really an awesome part of the film. Oh, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it seems out of character. Even for the original, he didn't just go on this weird rampage. Well, he no, was in, in he was targeted. Too. Yeah, but in Halloween too, uh, he kind of did though. No, he, he killed was, the neighbor. He was after he was after Lori, and anything that stood in his way. He yeah, got. but but the neighbor didn't really stand in his way. No, he needed the knife because he lost his. But anyway, yeah, we get the whole, oh, 
gender fluidity, whatever shit here. And, you know, I've been to a few Halloween dances. They were never this fucking cool. Well, it is 2018, so... It's also a movie. I mean, this is supposed to be taking place in, like, a small suburban town in Illinois. Doesn't matter. They can (laughs) still totally, you know... They can still totally have parties that are like this. Oh, yeah, because apparently... The taxes must be insane in Illinois for the schools to be able to afford shit like this. Probably. <laughs> and uh, I have to say, we're about to enter my favorite scene of the whole fucking movie. Oh, really? Yes. Um... And what's crazy? What's crazy? In this one scene, this girl is a better character than the granddaughter. You mean Vicky? Well, think about it. We actually get to see more from her than... We get to know her character, her personality, and all that. We don't really get that with the granddaughter. It's, It's always something's happening we never get to see her as a character we don't really get to know her or anything oh she's at dinner with her parents and instead of you know any character development it's her boyfriend and her dad talking or Lori shows up or she's being talked to she never really has that moment to be a fucking character Mm. well I, I mean I think that she does they just choose not to go down that road to develop her and yeah, but I think give you a reason to actually that, care about her. Yeah, but I think that she's developed fine <laughs> enough, though. I cared about her throughout the entire film. You cared about her because it's a Halloween film and she's a protagonist in it. Instead of actually looking at this like it's a fucking film and not a Halloween film. Yeah, well, you I look at all Halloween films your as Halloween films. heads on, your chapstick on, and your mouth open before this started. Probably. You're just standing there waiting for it to insert its cock in your mouth. Right. To which it did. Yeah. And it was a tiny cock. And it didn't even shave its balls. And I, I proudly accepted. Uh, anyway... I mean, they try. They they make her stand up for herself and stuff like that. But I just, I don't, I don't feel like she's that flushed out. Mm, I disagree. I feel that she is, because if she wasn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like this movie as much as I do if she wasn't. I don't know. I think I honestly think the movie would be better if they didn't have to focus on three generations. If they focused on. Lori's struggling with the past and how to deal with it now and the granddaughter and the parents were just background characters. Don't focus on all three. It's too much. I, I think everyone is a little less except Lori because it's Jamie Lee Curtis and she knows how to fucking milk a scene. I really think that would serve the film more. 
I mean possibly, but as it stands right now, it's really not a bad film. It's not a great film. It's not the saving grace of the Halloween franchise. You know, it doesn't return it to the greatness of part one. Uh, no, I mean, it it's doesn't. A, but you we know. got part four again. It's okay, a, it's cool. a worthy. It's a worthy follow up. Yeah, it's just another flawed sequel. It's a worthy follow up. I mean, if you consider all the other ones worthy follow ups, then yeah, sure. And I, I think this is a missed opportunity. Why not have the boyfriend chase after her so we can get that gratification of seeing him die? Well, because they were saving him for the sequel, and that's what one of the deleted scenes on the disc uh, illustrates. I like it explains what happened to the boyfriend. Maybe they should have left that scene or scenes in the film. Maybe it would have been a better payoff. Then. Oh, to slow the pacing down even more. I don't know about that. I don't see. I don't think the pacing slows um, as much as you think it does. It it. it I think the problem with the pacing is is that they're jumping around between all these characters. You know, we're we're getting Michael and it's fast paced and it's brutal and it's awesome, and then we're getting the granddaughter and it slows things down, and then we're getting her friend and it slows things down. It's pick fucking one and go with it let's keep the pace somewhat even now see this virginia gardner is 24 years old in actual life and you know in here she's playing a high schooler um i was hoping we'd get a little nudity out of this but we didn't that's a shame i'm i'm almost surprised that they didn't go for a pg-13 uh, no, I, I think that it's probably better that they went for the R, but I think... Oh, it's absolutely better. I'm just saying the way fucking Hollywood is now. I'm surprised we didn't get a PG-13 cut and a, you know, unrated quote-unquote they, cut. They, they probably could have done that, really. Honestly, because, you know, all you really got to do is trim back a few shots and you get your, 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 you know. Yeah. And then just save the unrated for the Blu-ray 4K release. Mm-hmm. Make twice your amount of money. Uh, yeah. I mean, and honestly, I you know, I would have gone for either. Because even if this was PG-13, I would have seen it. But see, it would have been nice, like, right here if she was naked. Or at least topless. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. And I can honestly say... Yeah. I like this better. I like their character dynamic. I, I, I just like her better as a character. Do you think... Okay. Do you think that she's a better actor than... Andy Matichek, who played the Allison character. Um, I, I'm not sure. Maybe it's just she's more charismatic. Maybe she was just written better. In, in all actuality, I don't understand why you didn't just combine them both. Right. Because imagine if the granddaughter played more like the Vicky character. That would have been different, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, the granddaughter so bland anyway... Why not just combine them both? We don't get this whole jumping back and forth, you know. We get that she goes to surprise her boyfriend at the Halloween dance, and she catches him, and then she comes back. And you know, you can keep it pretty much the same, and you don't get all the... Now, you know what I thought would have been really and... fucking scary here? 
if Myers would have just like appeared behind her and fucking pulled her into the room as he's standing on the steps I just think no, that but I, I think this shit. actually I think this actually plays really well they just ruined it in the trailer yeah so it didn't play well because if you, you went in not knowing that yeah this would play great right here you'd be thinking oh is he gonna get killed right and I think, I think with some editing, like, cut this. Cut all this shit of him, you know, in the garage here. Just keep the scene of him walking towards it, looking, the blankets in the background. So maybe and go back cut inside. it right there. Or cut Not it even there. I'm here. saying cut before we even got cut this here. shot, cut it before you even see the garage door. Cut it there, and then just cut back to this. So we don't know what happened to him. We don't know what he was looking at. Right. None of that. Right, because you can, you know... You keep it more mysterious. Don't need this, cut it. So if you would, if you were the editor, you would push for this to get cut. Yeah. You'd be like, David, let's cut this. But it's funny, man. Yeah, but this is a horror film, man. It's not necessary for that. And it would cut like 30 seconds off the runtime. Yeah, and it would have kept more tension. Right. Because right here, you're going to be thinking, what happened to the boyfriend? Yeah. Did he die? Did you, you know? jump at this part? No, because it was spoiled. I'm not looking at the screen. I can't. It scares me. Oh, shit! This is great. I, I do like this. I like how... Yeah, I was going to say, I like how Michael slowed down a little bit, because, you know, he's, what, like, 61 now? Yeah. But... You know, it's funny, James Jude Courtney, who plays him, is actually, like, 61. Yeah. And that's a good choice, because, you know, I'm not going to move the same as a 61-year-old. Right, but he still did all the stunts, like, holy fuck. That's what I'm saying, that's a great choice. You're going to die, Dave! That's great. Yeah, and if you would have just had the scene be him on the bike here or scream and then drop it and run inside, that would have played so much better. Mm-hmm. That's a good shot, though. That was a good shot. You think of the mask like that with the head? Yeah. Tilt like that. I yeah, think I this like is that. well directed. I think it's not well edited. I, I think the vision for it could be better. This could be tighter, this could be scarier. Okay, well then, here's the thing. David Gordon Green, who directed the film and co-wrote the film, was in the editing room. So, if you feel that it was not edited properly, you can also place that, you know, on him oh, as that's, the director yeah. as well. Yeah, this is his vision and it's flawed. In my opinion. Now, if you're one of those it's people really not there flawed, that love but... this and think this is one of the greatest films ever, it good is. for you. I'm glad you can overlook the issues that I have Yes, and I really can. enjoy this, but I can't. Yes, I can, because you are, you know, taking it way too serious. Um, well, when you tell me this ties back, this is just as good, this is the next coming of Halloween, it is. and then you deliver another Halloween 4, but you I'm don't... sorry, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is fucking amazing. No, this I'm is... gonna be like, oh, this is a pretty fucking flawed sequel, huh? All right. And you actually feel Halloween Four is better than this, correct? Yes, it's uh, more enjoyable to watch. Yes. 
Absolutely. Um, I, I I find them both enjoyable to watch on the same level. I I mean, is this one better made? Yeah, probably. But it I has, don't definitely has a higher budget. I don't enjoy it nearly as much. Definitely has a higher budget than four did. Get inside! Get inside now! Shh. Oh, well, yeah, tying it back to Halloween 3. 3? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, the Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah, a little bit, uh-huh. God, I don't even like that one, and and I picked it out. I think this is excellent right here, this whole setup, how, you know, Michael's continuing to build little shrines and stuff. Fucking love that. That goes back to the original, because he did the same in the original. Yeah, but I, I think this is cool, and I like how we get, you know, the, the sheet again. That's good. And, you know, once again, misdirection, thinking, that's Michael. No, now, I didn't think that that was my. I never thought that that was Michael. But I will tell you, he, he works fast. He really does. Now, and I do like this window gag, too. That's Nick Castle. That's the only no. scene where Nick Castle played Michael, is right there. And that's... That is a good setup. I like that. But let me ask you, Mike. Yeah. Instead of this playing out the way it does, what if we would have had a little tribute to Part 2 there, where, you know... Uh, Deputy Doofus here. I don't know his name, sorry. Oh, good shot. I like the tattoo. Mm. But what if, you know, he's leaning in, we're, we're holding it, we're trying to wrap up some tension, maybe that's Michael and under the sheet, maybe it's not. Right. But just like in part two, Michael kind of just pops up out of nowhere behind him. Grabs him, but before he can stab him, Lori shoots him through the window, so he still gets shot in the shoulder. And this plays out almost the exact same. Mm. I mean, that that could be interesting to explore that. I think the tension would have been better there. Yeah, it could have. It definitely could have. But I do really like the shot, the mirror. Although, I, I will say, that is an incredible shot. Yeah. For probably, what, 50 yards through a window and to still be dead on target. That is amazing. Oh, I hate this doctor. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I don't really like him all that much either. Well... To be honest with you, Mike, the first time I watched it, I had no problem with him. None. I thought it was a little dumb, but I didn't have a problem with him. But the more I think about it, I've grown to hate him because the only purpose this guy serves is A, a little misdirection, but B, he is nothing but a plot convenience to do everything. He's the reason Michael's free. Yeah. 
He's the reason Michael and Lori hook back up. But how he is, is wait, just wait, wait, wait. A how is he the reason? How is he the reason that Michael's free? He's not that reason. It yes, was it was no, it was not his decision to have Michael transferred in the first place. No, but he insisted to be on that transport so he could sabotage it and free Michael. No, but he didn't sabotage it though. Oh? Was that in the deleted scenes? No, I don't think he did sabotage it. Yeah, he absolutely did sabotage it, Mike. That is the only reason Michael Myers is on this rampage is because of Dr. Sartan. Or... So you're saying that he sabotaged it so he could get a look at Michael in the wild, as he put it before. Yes. 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 So this entire film takes place because of this guy. The whole reason Michael's on a rampage, this guy. The whole reason Michael and Lori, this guy. All of it is built around this plot convenience. You know and what? that's why I don't like him. In in my opinion, that just, you know, because I, I might not have realized that entirely before. So that kind of, you know, elevates the film even more for me now hearing that. I think that's a very clever plot device. That your entire premise revolves around one character. Yes. Because now, it makes me harken back to the Loomis days. Because Loomis in the nineteen seventy eight original um always felt that, you know <clears throat> Oh Jesus Christ. It was always my fault. I was responsible while in actuality this guy was responsible. I I think it's lazy. It is lazy as fuck. So there you do say that it is lazy writing. Yeah, this, because he's nothing more than a plot device. He's not an actual character. He's just a reason for A, Michael to escape, well, which A, is Michael why, to go after Lori. Well, which is why they killed him. They, they, sh oh my god. Okay, imagine this film without him, and then Michael just escapes. Michael's on a rampage. Michael goes after, you know, Lori. That, to me, is scarier than having some guy control Michael. Mm. I mean, you know, but, but but that can also harken back to the Thorn Curse from Part 6 a little bit there. And yeah, we know and I've actually seen six. some discussion how online, how people are saying, well, if you can accept that, you can accept this. Well, I can accept that because it's not just a plot device. The guy's an actual character, and it's just something that happens. This guy is literally just a plot device with some dialogue. Well, no, but I, I still feel that it is more than that. He is more than just a plot device. More than that, totally more than that. I, I don't think he should have been in the film. Their uh, whole point is Michael's scarier. When you know that they're saying. I was never afraid of Michael because I wasn't related to him. Okay, I, I'm saying I'm not afraid of Michael because this guy's controlling him. It's the exact same premise. The thing that they bitched about and hated about all the other sequels, they have the exact same contrivance, and I hate it. And I don't hate it because of the character. I hate it because it's fucking lazy writing. Well, see there, now you're contradicting yourself, because before, you said that you didn't feel that it was lazy writing, but now, no, you know, the, the we're over an hour thing. into the film. No, Mike, what I'm saying, the entire film is not 
a, an example of lazy writing. Right. That plot contrivance is. Yeah, but the plot contrivance... Because, right. But because they needed a reason for Michael to escape. They okay, needed a reason for Michael to go after Lori. Okay. Just wh- have it naturally happen. Right, okay, okay. You well, don't have to force it. And that's what they did. Right. Well, here's my thing. Then how can you not call the entire film lazy writing if the, the Because there are moments like this that's good writing. This is good writing. This is some of the only time we see character development from this character. Uh, this is good yeah, writing. Yeah, but this isn't I'm really saying character development. Is bad. Yeah, but the thing is, this is not really character development. This is just, it, you know, in your mind, in your, in your world... <laughs> This is just setting somebody up for a kill. No, setting somebody up to die. That's exactly what this get is. To understand There's this Myers in the background. Now. There he is. And I was scared. And she shitless. actually got some development. I wasn't. I was scared. Shitless. I knew the kill was coming. That was it. No, I but knew no, that, but I didn't writing. know how it was going to happen. The the babysitter scene. That's good writing. From mostly, I I think you could have tightened it up to be, you know, scarier. But these guys aren't horror writers. Right, but I still think for them not being horror writers, I think that, you know, which, 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 you know, begs the question, you know, there is going to be a sequel to this regardless. They're, they're, they're going to do it. But my question is, do you really feel that, that Danny McBride and David Gordon Green will be involved, or do you think that they will get, because there was rumors going around that, um, there, there was rumors going around um, what do you call it? That. Um, Come on, spit it out. It's not yours. Oh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? I have no idea. Ah, uh, fuck! I'm trying to think what's. So fuck Michael I was just saying. teleported across the lawn. Yeah, that was scary. That, 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 uh... Jesus Christ! I can't do that. I like that. Oh, I do like that. I think this kill could have been a little more brutal, but hey, whatever. What the fuck was I saying? I had a brain fart. Um. There are rumors that. No, there were rumors that a a sequel for this was already in development before this one was released, with a different team involved with it. I'm perfectly fine with that, a hundred percent. But then I had heard that they had asked you know, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green to start prepping a sequel. So, I'm trying to wonder, you know, I'm trying to figure out what was what here. I think it's all a lot of hearsay, and I don't think I would, uh, I haven't heard anything on anything official. Right. And which, I wouldn't be surprised if this never gets a sequel. No, I, I think it will. It has to. Mmm... I think they shot themselves in the foot. Uh, I mean, um, really, the only way you're going to do a sequel is to piss off fans. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, you, you painted yourself into a corner, and you either have to piss off fans or kind of ignore the ending. Well, I, I think that, you know, maybe they're going to have to ignore the ending a little bit. Or maybe try to, you know, just change the ending around to how it was originally supposed to be. Well, the only thing 
We'll we'll get to that. I have one way you can do it, but it's still a cheat, and I, eh, whatever. But I I don't say this is lazy writing, but I would definitely be open to another team coming in to take over. A hundred percent. I would probably be more excited. Right. But anyway, past that nonsense. Let's uh let's focus on the movie that's actually at hand instead of, you know, the what possibility like of a sequel. To be. Yes. Although I do feel that yeah, we will get one, but still. I I I have to admit this is a pretty cool setup that she has in her house. The island hiding well, the trap door basement. It's it's a trap. <sighs> we will get to that, Mike. It's a trap. We'll get to that. It's a trap. But I, I do like that. That's a good setup. Um, I do have a big question though. If if Lori's that paranoid and whatnot, right? Why'd she stay in Haddonfield? Why didn't she just I don't know? Move? Because because she knew that Michael was coming for her and she knew that if she left Haddonfield she would she would miss this opportunity. <laughs> uh, okay. So before you ask about some of the things that annoyed me and I I missed a couple lines. So you're the new Loomis. Hate that. It's obvious you don't have to say it. Well, she's just trying to see and that when she said that like the first time I heard that that made me cry. Because it made me realize that Donald was dead. And, you know, it made me have to come to terms with that again. Now, if she would have said it more bitchy, more condescending or something, I'd be okay with that. But it was just, so you're the new Loomis. It's like a sound bite for a fucking trailer. But, uh, this is cool. So you're on board with this, is what you're saying. I'm telling you, that cop character, probably one of my favorite of this entire film. Love him. Now, would you have hit him with that car like that? You're fucking right. Would you have gotten out like this? I might have ran him over. Now, would you have killed the doctor at this point? No, there's no logical reason to. Would you have tried to stop the doctor? Like, because now... See, at this point, the Dr. Sartain becomes Michael. No, he doesn't. He's yes. he's the exact same character. He's just finally... We're getting to see what happens. This is what happened on the bus. He sabotaged that, so it wrecked, so he could free Michael. So he's doing it so he could free Michael again, is what you're saying. Yeah, because the cop was going to kill him. And it's all just so he can see Myers in the wild, so to speak. Right, and so he can put him up against Lori again, because that's what they need. They thrive off each other. Oh, Jesus Don't Christ. you feel like they do? I mean, he does have a point, because if no. they didn't, 
then Lori wouldn't have built the trap. Ugh, I fucking hate that too. So technically they do thrive off each other. No, it, I fucking... This is, uh... That's taken right off of Zombies Halloween 2. When Lori puts the mask on. That was so much better. I'm actually surprised that you're admitting that, but... Wow. And you're not arguing it. Well, no, because this... Well, no, because I do feel that this has a, a, a better point to it. I mean, I do enjoy that, <laughs> that Lori did do that. Um, you know, but now this, this, this shows me that I feel that the doctor would... Like, he dreams to transform into Michael. That is his... His 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 ultimate desire, his ultimate need. He, he wants to feel what it's like to wear that mask and to feel that power that Michael feels. That's his whole point. Then why wasn't that the film, Mike? That was then the why, film. No, it's not. It's just it tossed is, in here and we're getting a couple seconds to understand that he masterminded this. Why wasn't that built upon in the actual film... Instead of just, oh, I masterminded this. Because it's thrown I'm in here as I'm going to take you a, to your grandmother now. It's, it's, it's thrown in here as a clever plot device. <laughs> clever plot device. Yes. What this is, is, you know, two guys sitting around smoking a bunch of weed. All right, man, we got to write Halloween. Well, it's got to be Lori versus Michael, right? Okay, how do, how do we get them back together? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Take another hit. What if, what if the doctor? What if the doctor was the reason? What if he was evil? Wow, man, just blew my mind. Yeah, let's not build upon that. Do right? you think they had? Do you or think anything. They wrote, let's just. Oh, let's do, just. Do you, hold on. Do you think they wrote this discussion of them discussing food and such uh, because they were high when they were writing this part? I think they thought this was funny. Oh. I didn't find it very funny. No, it's not funny. This is something else that could be cut. This I actually, is... I actually wanted that brownie when I saw it. This is, yeah, this is just bad. Yeah, I disagree. I still think and, it's good. The, uh, honestly, this this film would be better without Doctor Sartan. So cut her parents and cut Doctor Sartan, and you have an instantly better film, in your opinion. A hundred percent. Really. Uh, Michael is no longer a pawn. He's actually a character taking, you know, uh, charge going after things. Um, and you make it that the sheriff deputy is the he's all he does is take the granddaughter to grandmothers, and you show one shot of Michael watching that vehicle drive away. Right. Boom. Michael goes there. He watches her get in the vehicle. He watches her. He is now fixated on her, like in the original, mm. and he has to kill her. That's why he goes there. Mm. Not because, you know, an elderly doctor manhandled this guy twice his size and put him in the back of a vehicle. Which, this makes zero sense. How does it make zero sense? It makes Michael would have killed her. Yeah, but she's not his... Problem Michael Sartain the Michael is. that we have seen in this film is aimless, 
and goes on rampages. He would have killed her. Right, but again, she's He would have not... bashed her face through that mesh to get to Sartan and yeah. killed them both. Well, he didn't need to bash her face through the mesh because... But she was, was there, she was beside him. But he what was not seen from in this front. Michael. Yes, but he was not in front of her. She did not th- pose a threat at that time. She was not trying Doesn't to grab matter. him. What she we've was seen not from trying this to restrain Michael him. So is that anyone that he views... As killable. Halloween two. Rob Zombies H two. Rob Zombies H two. You know what I noticed? There's a lot more homages to Rob Zombies films than any other films in this franchise. Because they're good. You don't like Rob Zombies H two. Uh, it's my second highest rated. I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. I can't Seth, believe that, that was an episode ago, and I don't remember. That is so fucking bad that Michael didn't didn't even go after her. Yeah, but again, she's not his primary objective at this time. Michael doesn't have an objective in this film. Yes, he just he kills. Well, then why didn't he kill the baby earlier on? And why didn't he kill all the kids in the street? And all we the already discussed the that because yeah. Michael doesn't kill anything like that. He never has. Right. Well, then, that's the same. Well, he's goes... already displayed as killing teenagers. Yeah, but that's... Why would yeah. he not kill the one literally one foot away from because him? Because she was not posing a threat at that time. Michael doesn't act out because he's threatened. Michael just kills. It is Sartain a glaring was... plot hole. No, Sartan was more of an issue at that time. No. Yes. A glaring plot hole. You are entirely wrong. No, it is, it is fucking horrible I totally disagree with your statement it literally makes me sigh the second time I saw this is like oh you fucking morons everything you makes couldn't you sigh. write that better everything makes you sigh it's no different no you that's always not... sigh the original one didn't make me sigh this isn't the original one and that's why it makes you sigh because it's not the original because it's not good it is very good I think I've done plenty here to prove my case why it's a good film. Uh, you've done nothing to prove why it's a good film. I certainly have. I've done a lot to point out the flaws. Uh, yeah, and you've, you've failed miserably. Oh, this scene's so needed right here. We definitely need to see more of this father. You do, to, to you know set up for him to die. Yeah. When, you know, Michael could have just broke into their house and killed both of them. On his rampage. Well, that's that that's coming, so... Yeah, and then you could have had uh, the daughter show up, and that's how the, the cop gets her, because they're already there for the murdered parents. True. <sighs> this film is... This needed, like, another writer. That's what it really needed. So you're Somebody saying... Somebody else to be like, oh, this is not bad. Let me rewrite this. So you're saying if there was another writer aside from Danny McBride and David Gordon Green, like if David Gordon Green directed it but didn't write it, you think it'd be a better yes, film? absolutely. I'm thinking that if they wrote it and then gave their draft to another writer, right, it'd be a better film. Well, apparently uh, Jason Blum thought it pertinent, and Carpenter thought that it was good enough to... You know, go full. Carpenter got a paycheck. He didn't give a shit. That's what I like about him. He doesn't fucking care. Yeah, but he said that he cared this time. 
You don't think that he cared this time? No. He has flat out said in several interviews, as long as the cash checks, that's all I care. Really? He yeah, gives but... zero fucks about these films. Yeah, but I think this one, he had more of a... He cared more about this one than most of the others. Because they paid him to, Mike. Yeah, but they paid him to care about the other films as well. No, 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 no. He was actually asked on and paid to do things on this one. The other ones, he just got, you know, rights. You know, right. he got that percentage for this well, for one. for the music and such, yes. This one, he was actually paid to contribute the music, and then he was also paid because... As a consultant? Exactly. But you still don't think he cares about this one at all? I don't know. In all honesty, I don't really think he gives much of a shit. He did his job, and what they produced is what they produced. So you don't think he likes the film? I don't know if he likes it or not. I'm saying he doesn't really give much of a fuck about it. Right. Do you think Jamie Lee Curtis likes the film? Uh, I mean, her parts are great, in all honesty. She's the best part of this entire film. I never thought I would say that, but it's true. So would you like to see the character come back in a sequel? Um, I think she needs to die, but yeah. Absolutely. But see, weren't you the one that told me that there's a some clause somewhere that says Laurie Strode cannot die? No. Yeah, somebody told me that. I heard that from someone. That she's some... already insisted that she dies. That's why she died in Resurrection. I can see that... And, and honestly, if you do a sequel, you need to up stakes. You can't just be doing the exact same thing. You have to up it. You have to make it, you know, more. So you think yeah, the show sequel... the trauma. You, you should show the trauma. You should show what happened to this town afterwards. You should show the family in mourning of the father. But you have to do more. Make it heroic. Make her go down saving her family and, you know, the the end of the second act. But, yeah, she should die. So maybe make, then it's more impactful. So maybe make the sequel have the fight that this one should have had at the end. But have it happen in the second act and have her be taken down. Yeah, I would be good with that. Yes, absolutely. You know, she could be training the granddaughter. But then she dies. Now, where did yeah. he get shot? In the hand. Okay, it was in the hand. I thought it was, like, in the shoulder. Yeah, she or blew something. off two of his fingers. Oh, I didn't see that. I missed that part. Now, I, I have two issues with this. If Lori's such a gun nut and all about this, I think she would probably have a different gun. But the fact that she only put one round up through the floor... Yeah. A, I, that's where I draw a little bit of an issue, but I can't really blame it because it's all part of her plan. Right, because it's a trap. <laughs> you love that I keep referring to it as that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> now, I can go with a film, and, and I can give it some stupid shit. Right. And we're about to see some sh stupid shit that I can actually give this film. Okay. That I, that I I can give it. It's like, okay. But. 
there there's a line where it's just you went too far yeah i would love to see what you consider stupid because i really don't consider anything that's coming up in this film stupid I do. except for the ending i don't I, like the ending at all the very end i do not like well at least we agree on that because i think it should have been presented differently this is the best part of the entire film this part this is what I'm saying. Now, I loved that scene, and I said that was probably my favorite scene, but this right here yeah. of Lori Michael is the absolute best part of this film. And you think maybe they should have expanded upon this, or, like I said, kept it the way it was originally supposed to be? I definitely think the original ending would have played better, especially for making a sequel. Yeah. And... uh I think I think if it had the original ending, you would have liked the film so much more. Probably. Um, yeah, because I would have probably left on a high instead of a low. Yeah. But, no, this is great. The tension here... Because you don't work. know where he is. Right. Technically. You really this don't. is the only time in the entire film that there's tension, but it works. Stupid. So fucking stupid what that was what's stupid about it oh my god Mike that you would actually write in your script that this person has these gates on all their doors well it's not really doors it's just rooms yeah all the doorways into a room yeah you have these gates on it that's fucking stupid no I don't know what that's supposed to like that's so he has nowhere to go technically yeah yes Either to trap him or limit where he can go so he can't just sneak up on you. Right. I mean, I, I enjoy that. I give her credit for that. Now, see, hey, that, that, like is I the, said, that is where Myers is supposed to be laying down at the end of the film, where she was right there. Right. And like I said, I can give a film some stupid shit. This is some stupid shit I can give it. Right. I think it's fucking stupid, but I can go along with it. But it's still very hard for you to do so. No, no, no. It doesn't take me out of the film. When I actually stop to think about it, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Right. But, uh, just watching the film, I go with it. Right. Yeah, afterwards when I'm, you know, driving home from the theater or whatever, and going over it in my head, I'm like, that's, that's kind of dumb. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Right. But, yeah, like I, I have already said, this is the best part. I love this tension. I love how we're just hunting him. And you don't know where he is. You don't know what's going on. This is what they needed to do more of. Right. Keep the pace up. Have Brutal Michael more. Because, eh, I don't think we got enough. Mm -hmm. And more this. Give us two of these. One in the second act where, you know, everyone gets away. Give us one in the third act to end it. Right, which is what they did. So, really, you only need it in the second act. Additionally. And, uh, also, end it with this. Don't do not do something stupid. No, don't betray it and slow things down. And you think that they did that? Yes. In what sense? Well, we'll get to it. I mean, to, to me, endings should always be building, and especially something like this that just actually makes you... Like, now, watching it, I feel tense. This is great. Really? But you should... 
build it and this is building and it's really building well so you shouldn't slow it down you should build and make it more frenetic right like definitely a, a, a higher paced yeah yeah don't 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 take your foot off the gas because you're gonna lessen that emotional impact on people right now like the the original ending was them fighting out in her um, shooting range right so imagine if you know that took place right after this they stumble both of them over the balcony mm-hmm. into that and then they have that very fast paced brutal fight you think it would have been a much better ending to the like a absolutely much better cap off to the film a hundred percent but also remember in, in my version the parents are already dead We've right. got more kills. Right. There's more emotionally at stake. This is fucking great. Yes. Were you, like, really on board with this point? A hundred percent, man. Were you like, oh, fuck yes! This fuck was the yes. film I wanted. Right here. I didn't know I wanted it, and if you would have told me I wanted this, I would have called you a fucking liar. But seeing this... This is what I wanted. I wanted more of this. Mm. And I like the nice little reversal here that we're going to get where Lori disappears. That was a throwback to Halloween 1. Of course, Mike. Everyone knows that. I don't know. I'm just, you know... Grandmother? I love that too, Grandmother. I'll give you Grandmother. Same sting. Love it. Actually, see, it was a little different sting. Uh, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's new music, so obviously, but it's the same... Same musical sting at the same point. And see, they took their foot off the gas. Um, how, exactly? Well, now we slow down. We lose all tension. Not really, because he's going downstairs closer to Karen and Allison so that's did you actually feel that there was tension when he was trying to break into that room uh what room this room yeah where they are down in the basement yes really yes I did at no point did I no I I totally did I knew neither one of them were going to die totally did I mean I I think that you have I, I think that the cutaway shots between them and Myers upstairs kind of like trying to get in there is 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 really um really elevates it for me. No. Oh. Like I feel like like now he knows where they are, so he's like, well fuck this, I'm 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 going to town. Yeah, but he doesn't. He does, because he basically fucks up that island, like that hideaway. Imagine if something would have been triggered to fucking... See, this is where they made a mistake. Because he just magically knows where they are. Now, what if, Mike, Mm -hmm. what if Michael Myers would have walked into the kitchen, looked around, you hear one of the girls, and you, you, they show the close-up, where Michael's head tilts down. You show the floor what he's seeing, and you see scrape marks on the floor where the island moves, that it's been scraping the floor every time. 
Right. So you can clearly see that it moves. Boom. You have a logical reason why Michael's doing that instead of Michael just walking in and be like, fuck this island. Why can't I tip this over? Fuck you, island. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could understand that. Yeah, because right now there is no reason for him to know to flip that over and go after them, that they're down there, that that hides anything. It's just an island in the kitchen. Right, well, right he's now he's just vandalizing the house. Yeah, well, that's what he wanted <laughs> to do. He's known for doing that at points. <laughs> he definitely this is, is. This is one of the worst moments in the film. Really? I disagree. It scared the fuck out of me in the theater. Because it's not there's there's no change. That's the change. Did right you hear there. the noise that he made when she shouted? He's like, "Oh!" Did you hear that? Bad. That was. I thought that was pretty awesome. Now I could see the granddaughter shooting, but it. We've always shown that That's the mother... That's a shot from the first one. But we've always shown that the mother is compassionate and everything, and then suddenly, in two seconds, got you. What? Yeah, no. We've just, never once seen that bit of you. She's Don't flipping the script. Oh, it's so bad. Nope, it's a flip of the script. It's beautiful. It's not set up, it's nothing, it just boom well, appears. Well, that's the beautiful thing. You don't need it set up because it's more of a surprise that way. No, then it feels like a betrayal. Because that's uh, suddenly a different character. Uh, I tend to disagree with your statement. And... Right here's that where the film awesome. lost me. That is too far. And now suddenly, it's going farther. So you started to get pissed off at this point? I literally was... The first thing that went through my head when I saw those spikes go across was, What the fuck? And then, the gas and everything. This is... Not only did you go too far, you just kept right on going. Well, because you know what's funny? He could have technically broken through those, you know. Wouldn't you think so? If he really wanted to, he could have gotten through those spikes. I don't... I don't know. I just, like, this seems... This was the nod to Halloween 281, by the way. And and here's here's my thing. With all the social justice warriors everywhere always having an issue with everything, like, oh my god, Jamie Lee Curtis uses a gun in this film. That was a real discussion, people. Why does no one have a problem with her turning her house into a Nazi fucking oven? That's what this is. This is a Nazi fucking oven. She might as well have a Nazi flag hanging there and be like, well, you know, Adolf had some good ideas. Look at my house. And Myers is Jewish. This is the final solution. Myers is Jewish. That's, you know, it's a Jewish name. I mean, if I was John Carpenter, I would have to name this score the final solution. No, this one is called um, The Shape Burns, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It should be That's what the final solution called. because, you know, fucking Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Lori, has become a Nazi. No, well, I just didn't and like... And has constructed a fucking gas chamber and is burning Michael Myers alive in it. This, this was my whole thing. 
I thought that this whole thing was a cop-out because really it's just a throwaway and there's really it's it's just stupid why yes. do you why do you burn him when technically okay I know you're trying to ignore the other films in the franchise but why do you do that why do you do a throwback to Halloween 2 with that that's not how you end the movie because the they original wanted it ending, to feel final oh, yeah but the original ending was just better I think Oh, and then when these I, credits kicked in, I love this score. I love this Halloween triumphant piece. I, I agree that from all reports, that original ending is better. And they should have went with that. And I'm I'm sad. And, it, well, it makes me wonder. They didn't include the original ending on the deleted scenes on the disc. So it makes Was me, it ever filmed? Yes. I don't think it was. Yeah. Maybe not completely, but some of, most of it was. Because you've seen some of it in the trailer. So something had to be filmed. And it made me wonder why they didn't include it. And it makes me think that maybe for a, 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 a sequel, they're going to try to play around with that. Now, because, really, yeah. I, I, I don't know how you do a sequel to this. The really the only thing I can say is that you show Michael bursting through the bars and walking out the back of the house. But that's dumb. That's yeah, not a, that's not open? good. Well, no, I mean you could do that, but I mean it would have to be you know relatively soon after the fire started or else, you know, realistically that Myers since he is human in that one would be dead. Yeah, absolutely. That's why so, I'm saying I don't know how you do a sequel to that. That that is literally the only thing I can think of is you show that shot of them looking at the house, them stumbling away, and then fucking make it nice. You know, do a steady cam shot where we'll go up through the house that's catching on fire, go over to the bars, see Michael's hands on it, force them straight up, and then show Michael climb up, show the back of the house, Michael walks out as it's burning and collapses. Yeah. Much past that, I don't know how you do it, man. Unless you just have him hospitalized and basically Freddy Krueger. I don't know. I'm wondering. Because, I mean, either way they can go about it. But I, I really think that that's why they should have kept the original ending. Because, obviously, it's better to sequelize that original ending than it is what they did here. Right, right. Um, and I, the, the ending's just dumb. It, it goes beyond the logic. It, yeah. I don't like that at all. And as somebody, like I said, who loves this movie, I love this movie. I think it's a really good movie. That ending is just something that really, ooh, as okay. much as I love it, I just can't get past how right, they Mike. just ended it like that. So, with all us saying all that and giving a running commentary of this film, yes, what would you rate it? Um, how do you want me to rate it? Normal ratings, one to five, buddy. How many five. stars? Alright. Still um, a five. And so it's absolutely perfect and you would change nothing about it. Except That's what for, a five is. Except for the end. So you're saying four and a half then? Well, I would round to four and a half up to a five because I don't do that half shit. No, oh, Joe Bob Briggs does. Are you saying you're better than him? I'm certainly better than Joe Bob. Oh. Well, I'd need a new co host then. <laughs> but, uh. No, I. I I, I understand you're more forgiving and able to go with this so I, I get a four and a half I get that I'm saying four and a half because that exists to me 
and you do have complaints. Um, for myself, it's a, it's a three and a half. Uh, both times I've seen still it, three it's and a half. A, wow, that's still good. It's a three and a half. So it's good. It rounds up to a four in my opinion. So that's good. Yeah, I mean it's it's about middle of the road for the Halloween films. So you do like it enough to watch it again? Uh, it's there's got to be some time. Um, I have no interest right now. Like I said, I'm still disappointed. I paid to see this twice in theaters. Yes. So. Especially now that, you know, there was no reason behind seeing it the second time. And I I don't know. Um, it's it's not a horrible film. It is flawed. And that's, that's my issue is that it was billed, it was hyped, and everyone said it was tying it back to the original. It, it's going to get back to the greatness of Halloween. And then it gets back to the greatness of the sequels in the middle. Okay. I mean, if you just be like, hey, it's another Halloween film, and, you know, it's kind of good. You'll like it. It's got Michael, and he kills people. And I'd be like, oh, all right. And lose that fucking pretentious opening. Fuck you with that. Fucking asshole. Say something. Say something. It's not a great film. There, I said it. Oh, Good night. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.